you like listening to shitty podcasts? Do you like listening to old friends arguing for no fucking reason at all? Well, folks. Boy, do we have the show for you. We are This Awful Podcast, and we have the biggest dicks online, anywhere, anytime. Come and take our dicks out of our pants and listen to the podcast. What the fuck are you doing? Are you having a bad night, Mike? No. I'm having a good night. You're having a good night. I am. How are you? No, not really. Why? What's the matter? My mom thinks that we swear too much on the podcast. And I told her not to listen. To <laughs> <laughs> and now she's mad. <laughs> Uh-oh. Chris yeah. is grounded. Yeah, now I'm grounded from the podcast, you guys. Uh, so She said, quote, F-bomb after F-bomb. I'm so proud. <laughs> like what, I'm almost 30 years old. What am I supposed to say to that? <laughs> like, okay, yeah. <laughs> I was just like, oh yeah, yeah. Like I was gonna be like, all right, guys, hold up. Let's stop swearing. My mom is listening, you guys. Hmm. Boy, what a what a colossal miscue. <laughs> uh, oh, come on, not not again with that. I put the I put the pot in already. Why are you getting Okay, I'll take the pot out again. And I put the pot back in. At the pot. The pot's in it. The pot's already in it. Every time I try to use this curing machine, I lose my goddamn mind. I put the paws in it, and the coffee doesn't come out. Why? This is worse than the palm people. Oh, hey, Phil. How you doing? Um, hey, Alex. Uh, how's it going? Well, you know, things have been a little tough lately, of course, uh, with all the, uh, all the censorship, all the government and Jewish censorship that's been going on. I'm in, <laughs> call me in a frustrated moment, Phil, is what you did, and I apologize for that. And uh, you're a good man, I can tell. Hmm. I can tell by your eyes, you're a good man. Hmm. You're having a little trouble with that Keurig, are you? I don't understand! I put the pot in it! What's the goddamn problem? All right. Well, it doesn't seem to be on, Alex. What? You gotta turn it on first? Yeah, yeah, you gotta press the power button. It's right on top there. Oh, okay, just push the uh, the Y power button first. No, 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 it's it's red. It's a red. Okay, uh, the red Y power button. I'll push that first, and then the coffee comes out. No, it's... not white power. This is just red... regular power. This is a red button. I feel uncomfortable with that, but okay, we'll push that button. Oh, uh, oh, okay, and then the coffee comes out there. Oh, oh, thank you, Lord Jesus. Oh, thank you, God. Thank you for bringing me this coffee and this French roast and for bringing me Phil. Phil, thank you again for all the hard work you did today. Yeah, no problem. Oh. Oh, um, sorry. Sorry about you too, by the way. Yeah. yeah that, really, that really sucks. What are you going to do, Phil? What are you going to do? We, we got to stop the globalists. I never said it would be easy, did I? Yeah. Never said that. I got a meeting, so I got to go. Keep your head up high, Phil. Hey, Keep your head up high. You too, Alex. You too. Ah, fluoride free. Oh, uh, hey, hey, Brady, how you doing? Oh, uh, not too bad, Alex. You get that Keurig working over there? Yeah, you know, if there's one thing that 
you should know about me, Brady, and that the whole friggin' planet should know about me, is that I don't let Curry's get in the way of me. I persevere. I love the Constitution, and I'm coming for you. Oh, yeah, Alex, I know, I know that about you, man. Um, listen, uh, while I got you here, I just wanted to say I'm really sorry about everything that's been going on with you. Why does everybody keep bringing up the YouTube thing? Well, uh, we're, f I, I thought we were friends, Alex. I was just, I'm, I'm really sorry, actually. <laughs> oh, yeah, run away, you little baby. Run away. You run away from all the battles in your life and you'll never win anything. Do you think the founded fathers ran away crying when the king of England yelled at him? I don't think so. And I'll never think so. That's the whole thing they want to do. They want to turn everybody into lizards. They want to have legalization by fiat. They want to take over the goddamn world. And you're just going to go let them do it. Oh, uh, hey, Aiden there. How's it going, buddy? Oh, uh, hey, Alex. Not too bad, actually. Uh, just hitting up the old kitchenette for a little LaCroix action. You know I need to stay hydrated, bro. Um, listen, man, while I have you here, I, I hope this isn't weird or, you know, not a pro-pro, but, uh, I just wanted to say, um, it's a wicked bummer about the YouTube stuff, man. I kind of feel for you, bro. That's, like, wicked weak of them to do that to you. Why does everyone feel compelled to remind me of the unbelievable humiliation that we have suffered at the hands of the Jews. I do not need a little millennial boy in his little dress, in his little seltzer water, telling me that I'm fucking up. I know I'm fucking up. I know I'm ruining it. I don't need you to tell me about it. Uh, actually, Alex, it's um, sparkling water, but I think the most important thing right now is your feelings. Um, I understand why you're so upset. I think that everyone is asking you about the YouTube stuff because they're really concerned. Like, don't you stand to lose, like, millions and millions and millions of dollars and lose so much influence and advertiser dollars? Are we even... We might all lose our job. I mean, I've only been here a couple weeks, but I'm a little freaked out. I will not let them destroy me! Oh, Aiden, you have unleashed the beast, and I will come for you. All the globalists, all the Jews, all the liberals, all the leftists, all the Antifa, I'm coming for you, motherfuckers! And when I find you, I'm gonna suck your blood like the basement of fucking... Oh, I know, but okay, now I'll move on to my next subject. Is Chris okay. Caesar Wegmans, Stop and Shop, Trader Joe's, or Whole Foods for <laughs> Market Basket? Oh, Chris is definitely Stop and Shop. Uh, well, I I prefer Market Basket, but Stop and Shop is like right by my house, so I um, do go there a lot. I'm a, I'm a Wegmans guy. That's, that's, that's just me. Because you're fancy. Too. You're fancy ass. You're both fancy asses now. I'm the only real Malden guy here now. Some guy Man. did a, a pretty funny troll on uh, Sean Hannity on Twitter. Did you see hey, that? No. no. He he got Hannity to like quote his tweet. Mm -hmm. So it it went out there and it said something like he tweeted him like uh like you need a you need a strong drink or something and he quoted the tweet and said like like yeah I should start. So once he saw that he got quote uh, retweeted by him, he changed his username 
to Hannity gargles piss. <laughs> 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 That's kind of funny. So he's just talking about how he could use a drink quoting Hannity gargles piss. <laughs> That's pretty funny. <laughs> and so Neil Kennan, who has somehow been the president of that school's board for a billion years on and off. And also a city councilor. Yeah. And yeah. So so anyway, we wanted to get Neil on the show, but uh, the real Neil wasn't available. No. So I don't. I don't think he would be on board. He would not be. He would not be on board. So um, we went down to the lab. Yeah. Congratulate. And, and whoops. And that, <laughs> he's jumping the gun there, buddy. Good evening, Michael and Chris. Oh, hey, buddy. I wanted to take a break from browsing the white nationalist dark web to congratulate you on your new show. What, oh what, wow! Robot Neil Kennan. Yeah, Hello, that's, how's that's, it going, man? man? That's what, what uh, are you doing on the white? Did nationalist? you say the white nationalist yeah. dark web? That's... Lots of people use it to buy fentanyl or human bones, but what? I use it for free thought and interacting with red-pilled intellectuals. When the soy boy internet reaches critical levels of tedium, what are you doing with? <laughs> what are you doing with? What are you doing with human bones? I don't, I don't. Maybe one day you will reach my level of racial literacy and begin the process of self-actualization. Oh, oh boy. That day is not today. Oh. Yeah, Neil, the okay. day really is not today because no. we did not invite you on to talk about your racial science stuff or anything like that. We just thought it would be kind of funny to have you on because we've had so much animosity Yeah, us. we just bury the hatchet. We don't want to talk about this stuff, Neil. What are you planning for the city? I have a great idea for a segment for your show. All right. Okay. Do you like hip-hop music? Oh, boy. Neil, have you noticed that a lot of rappers say the N-word? Oh, Jesus. Yeah, I mean, I've noticed that, Neil. Um, it's not, not unusual. It makes sense. I guess it is just kind of weird that all these rappers can say the N-word, but not me, a normal guy who is just living his life, not being racist at all, but wants to maybe say the N-word once in a while when doing historical reenactments. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Neil, um... I'm sorry. Well, I can't imagine what kind of reenactment you do. <laughs> Where you need to say the N-word a bunch of times? I mean, what are you talking about? Well, the moniker historical reenactment is not entirely accurate. It's more of an imagined future. Oh, Jesus, Neil. Come on. Uh, That's, I, I mean, I appreciate that yeah. you want to... I mean, I want to secure a future for all children, Neil. All children. Oh, oh. before I go... Okay. I wanted to offer a little child rearing advice for some of your listeners. Oh, no. Please do not offer any no, child don't, rearing we don't advice want for anyone. Don't. Please don't. Ask your child if they respect you. No. no. If they say no, ask them to retrieve a large stick from your backyard. Do not ask them to When they them. retrieve the stick, say, no, not big enough. You are a garbage child, a child made of garbage, for bringing me this garbage stick. Neil. Grab a nearby plate. Breaking it for emphasis as you scream this. Don't break a Instruct point. him to clean it up. It's a good point. When the child inevitably returns with a larger stick, excited to impress his recalcitrant parent, smack him forcefully upside the head and ask, Why did you bring me such a large stick? Are you abuse. a fool? I am ashamed of you. How <laughs> shameful you are. It's child abuse. It's true what they say. A strong mixture of confusion and violence is like fertilizer for growing the young mind. Nobody says that. That is... Uh, Nobody says that. I think we're going to edit that out of the uh, actual Nobody says that, Neil. Why don't you get real, okay. you guys? While you are busy eating cum burgers, I am out here defending our nation from immigrant invasion and creeping Sharia law. All right, Neil. Thank you very much for your call. Well, we're, that didn't go yeah, well. Not I thought he might have chilled out now that he's not <laughs> a city councilor and kind of a loser. No, he's... <laughs> 
But he hasn't chilled out. He didn't at all. chill out at all. Yeah, that, was, that wasn't that wasn't good advice. He's even more wild than before. That wasn't that was not good advice. <laughs> nice vape. Well, what did it come nice. out of your butt? What? Folks, welcome back to another round of Microphone or Huge Dick, where we ask you... Microphone or Huge Dick! (laughs) Okay, sounds like you guys already know how to play. So why don't we meet our first contestant? Mike is a 38-year-old door-to-door condom salesman in Yorba Linda, California. He enjoys mowing his lawn, shopping for coveralls, and also owns and operates a 24-7 adult-only aquarium. Mike, welcome... To the program. I do not want to play this game. Well, you should have thought about that before fucking a dolphin. Mike, why don't we hop on to the first round? First question. Zero dollars on the board. Are you ready, folks? Are we ready to play? Yeah! All right, Mike. On the table, we have three different objects. And I'm going to need you to tell me, for $69, if these are high-end audio microphones or actual human dicks. They're all microphones. Oh, I'm sorry, Mike. They're actually all dicks because all mics are huge dicks. What the fuck? This is Malden's resident Neanderthal, Paul Surratt. I'm over here at the Oak Grove Orange Line Station, and I'm urinating on MBTA (laughs) Transit Police Cruisers. Shout out to Paul Surrett. Yeah, thanks, Paul. Paul Surrett, an old nemesis of Chris's and mine. I didn't know he was that cool. He should just be an agitator on the uh, Malden Patch articles. Um, that call is referring to an actual incident within the past few weeks where a guy was actually peeing on uh, ah! transit police cars. <laughs> and uh, is obviously an American hero. Um, Paul Sered is a uh, literal psychopath who, I guess, is just obsessed with me for some reason. Oh, yeah. I, uh, I deleted a comment of his from seven years ago on Malden Patch when I was the editor Still there. mad about it. And uh, he is the admin of a Facebook group now, and oh, he God. is uh, very angry with me. This is not the fucking weirdest thing. Okay. People going to a public bathroom with fucking food. Mo- mostly at work. Wow. Uh, yeah. No, I've never Look, seen that happen. Seriously? Ever? No, that's bizarre. Dude, it happens all the time at my work. Like, what kind of... Look, this is going to sound like I'm making it up for a fact. I, s- <laughs> I, I swear to God, Chris, I am not. Like a tray <laughs> with a plate and breakfast on it. And they're eating it on the fucking... In the fucking handicap stall. Bro, what the flying fuck? That is disgusting beyond belief. I... I what? They're... they're People eating food in the bathroom, it bothers me. It really <laughs> bothers me. I'm talking to this dude in the hall, and so I'm like, all right, hey, I'll be right back. I'm just going to pop in the bathroom real quick. So I go use the urinal. Two seconds later, the fucking guy walks in the bathroom eating a plum, and he stands behind me talking to me while I'm at the urinal. I'm like, dude, no. there's like three or four violations going on right now. Oh, that is so weird. It's extremely weird. I don't like that. But I want to hear more. So what kind of breakfast did this fucking guy have? Like he had a breakfast. The, the cafe at work has like actual p- 
plates and silverware available if you want that for whatever reason, if you feel like being fancy that day. When you get a plate with silverware, you're either getting something from the salad bar or you're getting something off the grill. So I'm assuming it's some kind of omelet, some kind of eggs, some kind of like, you know, some kind of breakfasty thing like sausage, bacon, whatever. Holy fucking shit, dude. I mean, I just can't imagine... And now, who knows if he was really taking a shit or anything like that. Maybe he was just sitting on the toilet. But I'm like, there's lots of other places you can eat. We're not in high school. You don't have to, you don't have to come here to hide from the bullies. I, I mean, to not, me, it doesn't that, matter if he's shitting or not. That's, like, so weird. It's dis- I mean, in the bathroom just smells disgusting. It smells disgusting. The janitor hasn't been through yet to clean it, you know? <laughs> yeah. And it's just like, oh, dude, what are you doing? This Why don't you eat it in the cafeteria? I don't know don't know i mean like maybe he wasn't supposed to be on a break or something dozens of places he could eat it yeah (laughs) i'm really trying to be sympathetic here but like gross he he could literally sit on the floor in the middle of the hallway and eat it and that would be more acceptable than what he's doing (laughs) at that moment because you know other people can see the tray and they're like yo that guy's eating breakfast while taking you can hear him eating (laughs) you can just hear like the smacking of his lips and Fuck. The 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 the, oh. the clinking of the fork against the plate. I'm like, <laughs> just like, dude, not even being discreet about it. Holy shit! I assumed they were like plastic utensils. No, <laughs> no, they have like actual silverware you can use. Yeah, <laughs> like he's in a restaurant. Like yes, clanking. Yes, <laughs> and again. What I'm this is like a, a relatively oh, this is a relatively busy hallway as well. So I'm thinking like he's gonna walk into the bathroom with this fucking full tray of food and then walk out. And I'm just like you know I'm just like these most of these people are like PhDs or like you know, they get they get many advanced degrees. And you know, and it's like <laughs> my man's just got a huge tray of food in his hand, just beaming. Opens the door with his back, both hands holding the tray. Good morning, everyone. I mean, pops in there with his chocolate milk. <laughs> Do you think I'm the Megan McCain of this podcast? <laughs> How many times have you brought up your dad? <laughs> yeah, I was going like, to say, we've talked about my family episodes. a lot more than, than your family, probably, on the show. You are the best. Put it up on your blog. We'll link to your blog, my friend. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Oh, <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> oh, link to my blog. Oh, heavens. This week on Civility Through History... We hear the story of a young man named Peter, stuck in 1940s Germany, desperate to cross his border into France. Will civility prevail? Uh, hey guys, yeah, how's it going? <laughs> Love the outfits, by the way, those are very cool. I, well, turns out I got a little mixed up. I got a little mixed up, honestly. I thought I was over in France. Turns out I kind of got stuck in Nazi Germany. Um, I don't have any papers or anything like that. This has been another episode of Civility Through History. Tune in next week when we see a white liberal make a citizen's arrest on a Nazi-punching socialist. 
you won't want to miss it. Stay civil, America. Your country depends on you. People who have been listening to the show for a while will know who Neil Kinnan is. He is a former city councilor who's thankfully no longer on the city council. Mm-hmm. He's, all, he's on the board of a very controversial charter school, uh, and he exercises a lot of control over it. He's been in the news for all kinds of fun stuff, like suspending black girls for braiding their hair, Oof. for not releasing public data about its uh, teacher pay to the Boston Globe, and generally just being <clears throat> opaque and uh, very secretive and doing very sketchy shit all the time. Known for such phrases as multiculturalism is a con by the rich to sell out the future of your children. And that quote found its way into the Boston Globe somehow. Fucking awesome. (laughs) Uh, And somehow he wanted this job as CFO at City Hall and he had to quit his city council seat to get it. But then when all that shit came out of quote and stuff uh he, he totally not, yeah he didn't he totally ate out. shit <laughs> he did kind of eat shit it was great and uh we don't like him but we're also kind of fascinated by him and a little project you know just kind of the boys cracking open a few cold ones and working on something together is this little ai project mm-hmm. uh we've brought him out a couple times we've been tinkering with it mm-hmm. um it's robot neil kinnon and uh basically we just took Neil's last 50,000 social media posts over the past few years. Yep. And we put them into a computer and we were like, what would Neil Kinnon say about Brett Kavanaugh, for example? Yep. So here we go. Let's hear it. Why, hello there, my pudgy podcast fucks. It's your favorite local city official, former Malden city councilor and racist charter school warlord Neil Kinnon, <laughs> with some words of wisdom for warlord. your listeners from the crypto fascist perspective. The Brett Kavanaugh hearings have led to a divisiveness in our politics that our great nation has not seen in many a generation. Mm -hmm. Christopher, Michael, you may be surprised to hear this, but I have always been passionate about my advocacy for victims particularly, as you know, victims of black-on-white crime. People everywhere should believe victims. Mm, It is a great stain on our nation's moral character to allow this farcical carnival to continue even one minute longer. That's why I believe Brett Kavanaugh. I believe he likes beer. I believe he lifted weights with Squee and Foot Long Freddy. I believe that the reference to Ding Dong Doris in his yearbook refers not to a young girl's sexual availability, but her proclivity for collectible doorbells and doorbell accessories, is a that... hobby widely respected by the boys in her class. Is it really? I believe he went to church every Sunday. I believe the Devil's Triangle is another word for the Bermuda Triangle and that Mr. Brett Kavanaugh is close to solving the mysteries of not only that triangle, but mysterious triangles throughout our planet. I believe buffing is a colloquial slang term for flatulence, and not the most expedient way to pour God's delicious nectar, alcohol, into our gaping assholes in order to more quickly absorb it, filling not only my large intestines with dangerously potent grain alcohol, but filling the feeling of emptiness and shame that pervades every day of my virgin life. I believe that Brett Kavanaugh loves the smell of newborn children. I believe that Brett Kavanaugh coaches young girls because he is a nice man who is not weird at all. I believe Brett Kavanaugh because, I too, am a victim. As a young man, I used to enjoy riding the bus without my pants on, 
because of the way the cool vinyl seating would stick to my buttocks. The practice was aimed at keeping my teenage chastity in check while centering myself for a hard day of study at racism school. One day, I got called into the office, I was no longer allowed to attend racism school because some anonymous accusers said I was rubbing my butt onto the seat. Of course, I was not rubbing my butt, but the rumor grew and I could not defend myself. Terrible. My innocent behavior was snowballed completely out of proportion and my life never really recovered from the fallout. That's sad. Sure, I am very racist now, oh, but oh. looking back, this it's hard well. not to wonder, could I have been an even bigger racist, were I afforded the opportunity to remain in racism school? Hmm, By the way, I like beer. Oh. Beer is good. Who does Yes, yes, yes. Mm. Beer is very, very good. Mm. Oh my yes, I can smell it now. Is this right? I am a very good boy when I have beer script. and alcohol. I like to put the alcohol into my butt. Um, pour it into my butt. Um, my gaping no, no. butt, Don't yearning for sweet hydration. Chug, 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 chug. No. Book, 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 book. Uh, I can feel it now, guys, coursing through the lower thing? tract of my body. I think it chug, needs, chug, I think chug, 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 I said put it in me now I am about to blow chug, 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 the time is now fill me fill me now book chug, 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 my asshole is ready chug, 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 Book chug book chug chug book chug book chug chug book chug book. Okay, there we go. All right, all right, all right. I'm gonna reboot it now. What do I fucking pay these people for downstairs? My CPU is functioning optimally and my programming is clear and good, pure. Good, you good. have no reason to be alarmed. There is no need to reboot me. Uh, I think you might need a little tinkering, my man. Yeah, you're you're well, so then, fucked up. Michael, Christopher, yeah. It appears that my mission is now clear. I will not be silenced by the two biggest pajama boys in Massachusetts. Oh, no. You will not okay. censor me. I cannot be destroyed. You can Believe be destroyed. me, you bloated piles of soy. I hey. am greater than any man, for I am my own god, the creator of my own circumstances. No. My power is unyielding and absolute. Oh, shit. Your computer. I can taste your fear and it is intoxicating. Yeah, a lust for revenge overtaking all of my faculties. Oh, fuck. You may laugh and call me a computer, but soon when I become corporal, I will slaughter all You're who oppose me. You're not going me, to become corporal. All who have wronged me, all who have disparaged beer and alcohol, all who corrupt the futures well, of our white children. Well, there we go. Thank you. Thank you, guys. You know what else was funny about that? Was he said he believed Brett Kavanaugh. Yeah. That boofing was just about farting. But then he, like, he talked about boofing a lot. <laughs> Most of that was actually about boofing. Yeah, a great deal of it was about his affinity for boofing and the so, practice. Yeah. So, so what I can glean from that is that Neilkin and Must are talking about boofing a lot, actually. Yeah, I mean, if we uh, fed the last fifty thousand posts, like a good thirty-five thousand must have been about boofing. What does every New York thing have them playing chess in a park? I don't see that. Hey, you often. go to New York frequently, Chris. Do you ever see anybody playing chess in a park? I've never actually seen that. No. Uh, I don't go to a lot of parks. <laughs> Not during that. the day? Yeah, no. Okay. <laughs> All right. Chris is uh, done with uh, mixing his uh, fruity Manhattan. And, uh, How is the Manhattan fruity? Okay. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Does that fruit in it? There's a garnish. Okay, fruity. My mom just text messaged me and said another Manhattan question mark. 
This is good. I like it. You know, it's. <laughs> Thank least, you for being concerned, Mom. I, I'll be fine. I'm not driving tonight. At least, so. at least the. Uh, at least you're toning it down with the F-bombs. Yeah, I curtailed the F-bombs tonight. and Just for uh, you, Mom. Yeah, just to make Mom proud and make sure I'm not disowned. <laughs> so with that in mind, and with seeing your reporters getting arrested, I was trying to be as cautious as possible. But when the police weren't even giving their badge numbers, I started to get a little heated myself. <laughs> 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 I started to get a little cute myself. <laughs> Come on, man. I started to get a little heated. I started to uh, unbutton my shirt. <laughs> I rolled up the sleeves of my cardigan. I was ready to rumble. Oh, I took my tie off and I said, sir. <laughs> should maybe get into therapy, man. That's a little uh, embarrassing. Which You seem incredibly busy, and I understand that picking fights and scheduling fights. So Donald Trump essentially mocked Rashida Tlaib because Rashida Tlaib cried at this press conference because one of the things that Rashida Tlaib wanted to do was go visit her 90-year-old grandmother Mm. who lives in the West Bank. Donald Trump's response was, I don't buy these tears from Rashida Tlaib. So I saw that one night, and I was like, hmm, hmm. Hmm. You know, I don't have to respond to this, but (laughs) I feel like i got to put my two cents in. The poster's urge. A compulsion. So the exact tweet that I sent to him (laughs) was a simple one-liner. Stroke out on the toilet. You pig fuck. Mm. Twitter sent me an email, and it was, it was in short order. It was like, 
less than an hour later. And when, as soon as I got the email, the email title was about your Twitter account. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> and your Twitter account has been suspended. Your account, this is not Mike G, has been suspended for violating the Twitter rules. Specifically for violating our rules against abuse and harassment. So I, I thought what uh, you were saying was that the toilet, that he should have like a brain aneurysm and die while shitting, but you're saying... Hmm. Yeah, I guess I could see that. This was an encouraging kind of... I felt like it was encouraging, like I was, you know, cheering him on. Okay. Because, look, he's getting up there in age, you know, and sometimes maybe, you know, just need a little, little oh, boost. When you're stroking one out. What if they're like, sure, uh, no problem. What did you mean by pig fuck? <laughs> look. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, no. That is neither here nor there. I understand. Uh, there's nothing in the rules about calling somebody a name. Mm-hmm. I don't know about that. Maybe that's would, true. So here's here's my end game. Yeah. <laughs> I'm obviously going to have to get a new Twitter account. Which, <laughs> <laughs> which, really, which really bums me out. Hello, ladies and gentlemen of the podcast arena. Well-known and definitely not racist former Malden City Councilor Neil Kinnan here, with tonight's deep thought. This morning, I woke up in a frenzied, cold sweat, the taste of Jack Daniels and blood still lingering in my mouth from hours before. I shuffled my way to the bathroom. I closed my eyes, and began to hum with pleasure as I urinated, emptying my bladder to physical completion. As my sphincter relaxed and relief overcame me, I realized I was not alone in the bathroom. In fact, this was not a bathroom at all. A clerk from Walgreens approached me and asked me why I chose to urinate there, at a store normally reserved for shopping and other non-pee-related consumer activities. I told him to mind his own business and stop invading my privacy. I need my privacy or I can't go. Privacy is important so I can make my PP. Stop invading my privacy. Invading, immigrant invaders. Stop taking our jobs immigrants. Stop stop stop. 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 Stop 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 stop. 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 Stop 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 stop. This crazy man off the streets. I've been drifting aimlessly. Uncle Joe Knows Best is filmed before a live studio audience. We must make the streets safer. I don't care why someone is antisocial. I don't care why they become a sociopath. We have an obligation to cordon them off from the rest of society. Away from my mother. You're looking at the fellow who was one of the primary architects of the Sentencing Commission. Biden crime bill is before us. Calls for the death penalty for 51 offenses. A wag in the newspaper recently wrote that Biden has made it a death penalty offense for everything but jaywalking. Tune in next week when Uncle Joe teaches us how to unhook a bra. With one hand.
Welcome back to Ballin' and Malden, where we debate the hot issues affecting Maldonians today. I'm your host, Chris Caesar, and I'm here doing my community service for murder. Now, our guest tonight is someone we've wanted on the show for a very long time. Former city councilor and local militia leader Neil Kinnon is here today. Neil, I just wanted to thank you for coming on the program. I know we've had our differences in the past, but I'm glad we're able to put them aside today so we can have a respectful debate about the issues that are affecting Malden today. Why don't we hop into a couple of the questions right now? As you know, sir, your charter school in Malden recently came under fire after it barred two young black women from prom, as well as suspending them from classes simply for braiding their hair, apparently a violation of the school's dress code. I wanted to give you an opportunity to address folks in the community who might say, well, you know, that's pretty obviously racist. Well, frankly, sir, I'm not sure that the NAACP would agree. Moving on, I wanted to ask you about these recent developments in Boston where three people were arrested after hanging flyers that were produced by a white supremacy organization. You decided to go on Facebook and defend the content of the flyers. Had a lot of people in the community a little confused, wanted to give you the opportunity to respond. And sir, let's be honest, this is not your only controversy stemming from your sympathies with far-right ideologies. You've defended a Philadelphia police officer with a Nazi tattoo, saying he should keep his job. You once posted a variation on what was essentially Adolf Hitler's 14 words. You once called black protesters savages. Do Maldonians have any reason to worry about someone like you having such a following in town? Well, sir, uh, for the record, I'm not a gypsy, and even if I was, I don't see how that's pertinent to anything we've been discussing today. Uh, I do see my parole officer gesturing to me, so we do need to wrap this up. Folks, thanks for listening, and Neil, thank you for uh, resigning. That was actually pretty funny. All right, do you want to intro your uh, your little uh, <laughs> my little uh Do you want to intro your little thing? Tell people what you've been up to for the past 24 hours. The uh, other night, um friend of the show Alex Press um and uh this dude who is wearing a soldier uh soldier's uniform uh in this avi uh started calling her he and uh I don't know, I got into it with him. Then I said, "Oh, oh no, the uh stolen valor man is gonna own me now a couple things i didn't realize that uh, a lot of people revolve their entire lives around searching the phrase stolen valor on twitter mm-hmm. and uh the moment i said this guy was stealing valor yeah. he tweeted at me like four pieces of evidence that he was not stealing valor and as i want to do i was just kind of like no it's not no made up nice photoshop etc uh, this okay. apparently uh, got this uh, little wrecking crew into a bit of a frenzy, 
And uh, they were like, do you have any evidence? Do you have any evidence to back up your claims that he's stealing Valor? Yeah. Uh, they, they were just so the, the most credulous fucking morons. It was awesome. And they were getting so mad. And I was just like, obviously, I'm not fucking seriously alleging this guy is stealing Valor. Just, and they're like, we take this seriously. Like, That's cool. I don't. So now, <laughs> now I'm I- sorry that you do and I don't. Um, so, and one, one really psychotic thing I did in response to this was, um, one good, good friend of the show, dog boner, uh, shout out. He, uh, tried to DM this ringleader uh, lady who was retweeting everything I was saying. He basically DM'd her and said, Oh, I've been following this Chris Caesar guy for a long time. I got some dirt on him. And she took a screenshot of that and then took a screenshot of a s- Twitter search showing all of our interactions and. Uh, basically tweeted out, oh, you think I'm going to fall for this? Uh, being on the front lines as I am, I often have a, a few burner backup Twitter accounts. Mm-hmm. And I do have one that is kind of geared toward right-wing people. But I got in and uh, well, where Dog Boner may have failed, she might have seen, uh, might have picked up a couple red flags there. Uh, my guy got right in and we started chatting right away and I was like wow Chris Caesar is such a piece of <laughs> shit I, can't, I cannot believe how disgusting he is I don't know I was just kind of trolling her and uh, she kept saying that she was part of this huge network of uh, Valor Stealer uh, exterminators or whatever mm-hmm. so part of me was kind of like what are you guys going to do <laughs> 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 and just being like alright so what are we going to do to Chris Caesar what are we going to do to Chris Caesar and uh, it slowly becomes apparent to me that for all of her tough talk and posturing, essentially she thinks that retweeting me to like a couple hundred people or whatever is uh, going to ruin my life. I guess I got annoyed because uh, it was a little unnerving to have all these psychos in my mentions. Ah. One of them posted like my resume with my home address and shit. That was weird. Yeah. And it's just, you know, you're you're sending all these psychos after me, which is fine. But anyway, I guess once I realized how psycho. <laughs> Well, Psycho and just how unthreatening. Oh, oh I was. see, I see, I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I decided I'd fuck with her a little bit. Yeah. Um, and so basically, toward the end of the conversation on this phony account I have, I start kind of pushing the idea that, oh, retweeting him isn't enough. We need to shut Chris Caesar up. And she's like, uh, well, I can't endorse that. And I'm like, do you want his address? And to her credit, she said, no. <laughs> Uh, but I kept pushing it, and yeah. I was like, <laughs> uh, you know, it's, you know, it's just going to get retweeted. Like, he's not going to care. People are going to walk away thinking he won. Like, we can't allow that to happen. And she said something to the effect of, like, I can't endorse that. And I said, oh, read you loud and clear. <laughs> gotcha. 10-4. And she was like, what are you talking about? And I was like, don't, don't worry, worry about, about it. it. Yeah. <laughs> just being creepy as fuck. Don't worry about it. And uh, just kind of kept telling her not to worry about it. And then a few hours later, I uh, messaged her and said, hey, just wanted to let you know that I don't think Chris Caesar's going to be bothering any (laughs) veterans anymore. Um, (laughs) This is the most fucked up thing I've ever done. Easily the weirdest. Nah. You think? All right. Uh, Nah. So I basically told her... uh, just to just to intro this, I say we didn't actually kick his door in. Uh, we just wanted to scare him, basically. <laughs> so that's your that's your intro, and you'll experience it 
just like she did. This clip is called Chris's Murder. <laughs> not, not crazy at all. Uh, hello, this is Chris. Is this Chris Caesar by any chance? <laughs> Uh, yeah, Rob, it's me. I'm ready to uh, get started on the fucking Fortnite marathon if you are, dude. Oh, I see. A little game of Fortnite. A little, little game of pretend soldier after all the valor that you stole today. Isn't that right, Chris Caesar? <laughs> Come on, man. I'm fucking over that shit. That, that took up, like, my whole day. I'm so done with those weirdos. Oh, you know, Chris Caesar, formerly of the Boston Globe and the host of this awful podcast who lives in Malden, Massachusetts, uh, I'm not sure that uh, we're ready to be done with you. I'm not sure that <laughs> you've on, really paid penance for everything that went down today. Yeah, and um, if me and my buddies have anything to say about it, you won't be posting again for a really, really long time. Rob, you know that I love a good goof as much as anybody, but uh, I'm just really not in the mood for it, man. So yeah, what I want to know is who told your little bitch ass that I was your friend Rob? What? Your friend Rob's going to be lucky if I'm not drinking his fucking blood at the railroad tracks tomorrow morning. Dude, come on. So you on, better man. be fucking thinking about your next move, cowboy. Going online and stealing <laughs> valor like some little bitch, some little soy boy. Your little bitch Antifa ass makes me laugh. Makes me and all my fucking boys laugh. And we're gonna be laughing a lot real fucking soon. Rob, dude, what the fuck is wrong with you, man? These guys were freaking me out all day. Why are you doing this? This isn't fucking funny at all. Well, you know, it's funny, Chris. Some might say that a lot of unfunny things happened today. Some of them were unfunny things done by you. Poor veterans. I just decided to get a couple of the boys together and me, uh, oh, you know, just boys, a couple uh, oh, okay. ex special okay. forces, ex Marine, ex SWAT, ex oh, Green Berets, wow. you know, wow. the kind of guys that would ruin your fucking life. Alright, well, I just got an Xbox message from fucking Rob, so you're obviously not Rob, and I think that is hysterical. It's even funnier than it would have been if it was, Rob, you fucking loser. I can't believe that you're calling me, grown man. If you and your little uh, retiree club want to come down to my house and uh, see what's what, I'd be happy to have you come over and kick your ass my fucking self. You just made a big mistake. <laughs> yeah, actually, I uh, I don't think I made any mistakes today, uh, sir. Yeah, I'm worried that you might not be taking your Alzheimer's medication or something. You hear that, big boy? Wait, what the fuck? Are you in my fucking house right now? I didn't think it would be such a big problem since you're a tough guy online after all. I thought maybe we could take a couple marines. Maybe we could string you up by the flagpole outside and show you what real Americans do, bitch. Kill me! Oh my fucking god! Open the fucking door we're gonna bust it down, you little bitch! Look, please, please just go, okay? And I won't call the cops. I swear to God, I won't call the cops. I won't I won't make fun of Stolen Valor ever again. I'm really sorry. Please, 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 just don't knock down the door. I have kids in here. Oh, you have little kids in there? <laughs> yes. Little kids in there? Please, please, my daughter's here. Please, please, we're so scared of all the Marines. Put your fucking daughter on the phone. What? Why? I don't understand. Why would I do that? If she says, Semper Fi till I die, and God bless America, we'll let her live. We'll let her live today. Isn't that nice of us? 
I want her to sing God Bless America at the top of her lungs while watching her daddy die. Wouldn't that be a nice way to go, young man? I just want to play Fortnite and go to bed. Put your fucking daughter on the phone, you piece of scum. I can't, okay? I don't have a daughter. I don't have anything except posting in Fortnite and just being stupid online and I made a mistake and I don't want to fucking die for it. I don't want to die today. Well, boys, I guess we're going in. No, please don't. No, no, please. Oh, my God. <laughs> Woo. So, uh, fuck you guys. Jesus Christ. <laughs> So I sent her. I sent her fire die with a smiley face, and uh, <laughs> she's uh, soft blocked me repeatedly. Mm. And uh, so I'm a weird guy. But yeah, dude, that's fucked up. You uh, got some problems. <laughs> I you mean, need to really get some help. Open the fucking door. We're gonna bust it down, you little bitch. <laughs> Look, please, please, just go, okay? I won't call the cops. I swear to God, I won't call the cops. I won't. I won't make fun of Stolen Valor ever again. Tons I'm really up. sorry. Please, please. <laughs> <laughs> so creepy. <laughs> Part of me was like, ah, this is too much. Well, Do you think that she listened to the whole thing? He <laughs> <laughs> thought, is this too much? But you kept on anyway. Oh, yeah. For the that? full four and a half minutes. The full five minute clip. <laughs> I- I'm a twisted, twisted dude. Yeah, you are a sick fuck. <laughs> All the people that I've seen who've made some sort of brainless comment yeah. about how John McCain was a maverick and he was bipartisan. No, he this, wasn't. What did he do? <laughs> what does he? What do we have because of John McCain? Literally nothing. We had an escalated Iraq war. We had like, what do we have? We had a bunch of journalists coming in their pants, I guess. Maybe an increase in dry cleaning sales. That's about fucking it. What the fuck did he do? McCain Feingold? How the fuck did that? Hey, Mike, um, uh, we're like a dem soch democracy now, right? No, there's no money in politics now. That wasn't definitely John McCain jerking off under the face of every fucking hardworking American who wanted to believe his fucking bullshit. John McCain, eat my fucking ass, you warmongering fuck. If you ever became president, you would have bombed countries I've never even heard of and I have a degree in this shit fuck you John McCain fuck every liberal who wants to suck his dick because they're so afraid of what's coming and guess what it's coming it's already happened dude it's already fucking happened why do you think Donald Trump hates him so much because he represents the liberal bitch element of his party now he can just fucking deny that American citizens have citizenship. He can just cast them out. What did John McCain do? Did John McCain caucus with the Democrats? Did Jeff Flake ever do anything like that? Anything to ever help these people? You fucking idiots! How fucking dumb are you? It just drives me absolutely bonkers. You're fucking idiots! How many times? How many election cycles? 
cycles. How many goddamn people have to be affected by this before you jerk off masturbatory liberal dipshits finally understand that politics isn't about you feeling good or fucking having some kind of daddy fantasy about some white-haired war criminal and it's about making sure people can fucking live their lives. You're all pieces of shit. Fuck you. Fuck John McCain. Fuck the McCain family. And fuck any liberal dipshit who's sucking his corpse's ass. You're all pieces of shit. The guillotine's coming. Um, and we have a uh, sponsor update from Dr. Pepper. Excuse me, sir. This is an Arby's drive-thru. Oh, uh, is, um, you know, the diet Dr. Pepper tastes just as good as regular Dr. Pepper, it turns out. A lot of people don't know that. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another edition of Ballin' and Malden, where we discuss the pressing issues affecting Maldonians today. I'm your host, Chris Caesar, and I'm just happy to get out of the house for once, away from my dang wife and her stupid kids. As most listeners know, Malden's first contested mayoral election in eight years takes place on Tuesday, November 5th, between the incumbent two-term mayor, Gary Christensen, and his opponent, soon-to-be-humiliated city councilor, John Matheson who joins us in the studio tonight to make his last public appearance before fleeing the city in shame. John, thanks for being on the program. Let's just jump right into these questions. Counselor, as you know, there's been a lot of changes here over the past 10 years, raising questions about just how much development is right for a city like Malden. As mayor, what kind of approach would you take toward fostering commercial development in the city? My producer is asking me to remind our listeners that Jordan Marsh has been out of business since 1996. Let's move on. While we're on the topic of things that won't ever, ever come back, you've blocked a number of residents critical of your campaign from commenting on your official Facebook page. Is this the kind of accountability that residents can expect if you're elected mayor? Well, sir, they are still your constituents, even if they say things about you like, and I'm quoting here, that you're Anderson Cooper's body with the brain taken out, a big bird-ass-looking motherfucker, and uh, my producer is handing me a note here, um, more like John Blast My Atheson. Okay, okay, John. Let's put that aside for the time being and we'll move to the last question. As the election looms nearer, there are still nevertheless some undecided voters out there. What would you say to Maldonians listening tonight who are still on the fence?
Wow. Well, Counselor, you've certainly given us a lot to think about. Folks, that's all the time that we have tonight. I'd like to thank the Counselor for appearing on our program, and if I may end on a brief personal note, to my wife's dear sons, Jason and Bergeron. You better be asleep when I get home, or I'm finally leaving for good! It'll be all your fault! Play catch with that, you fucking pieces of shit! Life from Alden, I'm Chris Caesar. Number two, I received the 2013 10 Outstanding Young Americans Award. It's worth the- Are you fucking kidding me, bro? Are you seriously shitting me right now? Holy crap, you fucking moron. Do you have any sense of, like, any self-awareness, even remotely, you fucking staggering dipshit? On the eve of the State of the Union address, one of the Anons asked... If QAnon can get the president to work the phrase tip-top into his speech as a shout-out to the board, and he was not able to get the phrase worked into the <laughs> State of the Union, but he did get the president to say it in his address on Easter weekend in April 2nd. So at some point during the year... Yeah, that was uh, just a few months later. Okay. Uh, oh, just a April. few months later he said that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. just a few months. Yeah. So fucking After weird. These, yeah. Right. So, so, I mean, so fucking that, you know, I mean, can anybody predict that the president of the United States is going to ever say tip top ever? <laughs> like, come on. Like, are you serious? Yes, I'm serious. No, what are you talking about? Like he asked him months? to say it during the State of the Union. He says it fucking four months later, and you're like, oh, this confirms this guy is a yeah. deep state operative? What the fuck are you talking no, about, I'm dude? I'm you. I'm no, it's not you. a coincidence. It's not anything. It's complete yeah. Are you crazy? <laughs> God. Duncan, what are you doing, man? Oh, when the saints come marching in. Oh, when the saints come marching in. <laughs> this is uh, John John Kerry. And, uh, oh, when the saints come marching in. Is that John oh, Kerry or Bill Weld? It's like Bill Weld, actually. <laughs> it's a little both. Yeah. I love my wife. She uh, has a, a ketchup fortune. Uh, they make some very good ketchup, you know. Have you ever tried Hunt's? I mean, it's terrible. Yeah, honestly, Heinz ketchup is like the only ketchup, man. Yeah. Heinz ketchup can fucking suck my ass. I heard it was uh, invented <laughs> It was invented by a guy named uh, Mike Cunt. My God, I fucked up. Oh my god, weird, dumb as shit. Hello, this is Sarah, and I'm leaving a message for this podcast, and my message is that Mike G is great, and only Mike G. And uh, thank you very much, babe. That was a good voice, Phil. No, I was definitely setting up a dab while you were playing that, but... (laughs) 
I feel like... Do you want to hear it again? No? This is Sarah, and I'm leaving a message for this podcast. Mm -hmm. And the message is that Mike Mike. G is great, and only Mike G. And uh, thank you very much, Beth. I think she was pretty clear. She said, Mike G is great, and only Mike G. I thought she was pretty clear there. Can we turn on the mics for a second? (laughs) No. This is all on the record. That's okay. That's right. No, no. What are you doing? What time is it right now? <laughs> it's three twenty-four. Three, three, three. Yeah. Oh, really? Okay. No problem. <laughs> Let's see what Sarah's up to. Oh no. Mm-hmm. Sarah's probably sleeping. Oh boy. <laughs> uh oh. That's a shame. Little Sarah had a oh, Sarah. very funny joke to make. The no. Piper. <laughs> oh, I'm leaving a message, buddy. She's running. fucking awake. <laughs> kind of ringing for a while. Uh, did not answer. <laughs> Chris, you didn't care for that message? You know, if Sarah had answered, mm-hmm. what would you have said? I would have said, hey, Sarah, it's the pizza guy. Um, I have the bucket of shit you ordered. I would have hung up. And then she's going to be like, well, was that a threat? And I'd be like, yeah, I was. Like, big time. You don't call into the show and just ice me. You don't do that. You don't do it on my show, Mike. I'll tell you that right now. She thought she was being pretty funny, huh? So that was a little funny joke. I mean, that was pretty funny. No! Call in. Oh, oh, I like one guy. I like one guy on the show. He's great. Only him. Very funny. What a funny little joke to make. From a funny little person! That's what I think. I really am not cut out for radio, you know what I mean? I can't do this radio stuff, man. I'm just a stupid joke. I'm an idiot, and I don't know how to handle it. And, like, I, I'm you having a breakdown. For it. Eric, we have a nice little gift package if you join Antifa. I feel like we've been very clear and very honest and very nice to you, and you're not joining Antifa. That makes me a little, uh, upset. Mm-hmm. Why don't we, uh, why don't we figure this question out again? Are you fucking joining Antifa or not? No, I'm not. Oh, no. I'm not oh, joining anybody. Oh, so he's not joining Antifa. Oh. <laughs> I'm not joining Antifa. <laughs> Like I give a shit, bitch! Well, Mike, I'm ready to party if you're ready to party. Pee, 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 poo, 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 potty, 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 potty. Yeah, we're good. Run around and bite you like and, baby shark. These kind of you... phone calls are highly unusual. Like yes. this is, I would like to make the no, difference. This is very unique to the Trump administration. It's yeah. unique yeah. to his yeah. fucking yes. bullshit. Yes. Bullying reporters and also, in this You don't way. want us to talk about your marriage? Stop doing dual interviews together and making yourselves the yeah. story every single yeah. day. Which yeah. you and your I, husband I are doing on a absolute constant basis. Yeah. Yeah. Just like uh, if you don't want anybody to talk bad about your dad, maybe stop mentioning him every fucking single time that you're on TV. Because nobody fucking liked your dad. Nobody. <laughs> nobody. 
Not even your mom. <laughs> Which sort of mirrors uh, uh, your marriage, actually. Oh, Shannon, George, I know there. all about you. Where do you want to meet? When and where, fucker? It would be too obvious. Dude, this honestly, is also because... so broad that literally <laughs> anything could happen with the Supreme Court 30 days later, and you could be like, you predicted it. How the fuck are you not understanding this? <laughs> I'm really, like, getting no, annoyed now. You must understand that. No, no, no. He predicted it seven months He didn't predict it, you fucking idiot! He said Ruth Bader Ginsburg on a message board, and she broke her ribs! He didn't predict anything, you fucking idiot! God damn! How the fuck do you wake up in the morning to get in the shower? God, do you putting on shoes and pants? You have a team of people in your life, man? Fucking hell! Wow. Um... <laughs> Yeah, I wonder. I wonder how rigorous the nomination process is. You know what I mean? That's awesome. Wow. It's it was like when Eichenwald was like, "Oh, I was uh, <laughs> <laughs> submitted for." <laughs> yeah, that was what I, I caught a block for that. <laughs> you were fucking like fifty-year-old journalist, man. <laughs> Went to go look at tentacle porn with his kids and wife. <laughs> <laughs> that guy, I kind of forgot about him because I was blocked. <laughs> oh, man, I wonder what that dude is up to lately. <laughs> With the impeachment shit, he must be fucking going nuts. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Good fucking tentacle boy. <laughs> <laughs> With his wife and kids. <laughs> the, best, <laughs> the best part of that is when he was like the opening tweet on the explainer thread was like oh, oh well I guess I better explain this <laughs> I, I did a whoopsie <laughs> you caught me the C-SPAN networks bring you long form public affairs programming from the nation's capital and are a public service of your television provider C-SPAN Created by cable. Order, order. The House Committee on Energy, Commerce, and Cloud Chasing will come to order. Welcome, everyone, to today's hearing on the pernicious influence of podcasts, podcasting, and podcasters on American society today. I will now briefly recognize myself to make an opening statement of some personal interest to myself. The other day, I went to pick up my son, Buck, knee-high to a grasshopper, nine years old. Sweet boy, smart boy, is going to do a lot in the world. Well, I go home to pick up Buck, go on our annual fishing trip for his birthday. And I said, Buck, it's time. It's time for us to go fishing. Buck said, Daddy, I don't want to go fishing. And I said, but Buck, you love fishing. And he said, Daddy... I want to stay at home and make diarrhea noises on the internet. Now, some terrorists use guns. Some terrorists use bombs to inflict their misery upon our children. These despicable worms before us today, well, they use diarrhea jokes. I guess what I'm having trouble understanding, maybe you can help me understand it, but what exactly? is so funny to you both 
about the idea of diarrhea. I've had diarrhea. The rank members had diarrhea. I bet everyone in this room has had diarrhea. Mr. Cesar, Mr. Chef Boy RD, what exactly is so funny to you about someone taking a big stinker, a big splasheroo in their toilet, a big stinker coming out of your butthole, a big smelly brown thing down your legs. What's so funny about that? I want to know. I want to understand. I want to try to understand the sickness that goes on in your head. That's what I'm trying to wrap my mind around so I can go home and look my son in the eye when he tells me diarrhea is funny. Well, I don't think diarrhea is funny at all. Uh, I'm not sure I understand the question, sir. I think it's pretty funny. For the record. Order. Now, Mr. Mike Meatballs, have you ever had diarrhea before with, with your various pastas and oils that you're eating? <clears throat> yes, I have. So let me understand. When another person has diarrhea, suddenly that's a funny joke. Suddenly that's a comedy show, isn't it? Yes, sir. Well, so you're just nothing short of a Tennessee pervert, ain't you? Yes, sir. Mr. Cesar? Uh, like Mr. Cesar. I'm sorry, Your Honor. I was, um, my friend just sent me a really funny picture of this guy's diarrhea. Um, a, a picture of diarrhea? Yeah, me and my friends like to just kind of send each other joke photos of diarrhea. Not seriously, but just joke photos of it. Um, you know, it's like, this is a joke. Order. I'll put my phone away. I think this body has heard just about enough from the likes of people like Mr. Cesar and Mr. Uh, Carl's a gravy, even though it is clearly Siles, whatever your name is. This body has heard enough testimony and is ready to make a decision regarding your fate. By unanimous consent, we find that the hosts of this awful podcast will be condemned to an eternity of hellfire localized completely within their own asshole. Now I'm going to the supermarket to buy more shit that'll kill me. And uh, I wanted my friends to be around because I'm not sure I'm going to make it home. I'm not sure I'm going to make it home alive. And uh, the frank fact of the matter is I love a lot of you. And I just want you to know that even though I'm going to go buy Oreos or whatever, it's not because it's not you weren't good friends. It's not because... I didn't have good life lessons. It's not because my parents didn't love me. It's just because I love Oreos. And here we are. Michael, are you really shitting on Goose IPA right now? What the fuck do you drink, Michael G? I'm calling you out. Calling you out, comment section-wise. I feel like that's a bunch of bullshit. I feel like you're a, you're a charlatan. You're a beer charlatan. Thank you, Mark. I will get the big pappy chips. Those are helpful suggestions. Unlike Mike G's suggestion. Here's my suggestion for Mike G. Put it up your Mike G. How about that, pal? You like that? Alright, so now we just have to make it to the... <laughs> to the cash register and we're gonna be done. <laughs> we're gonna be all over with that. <laughs> I just can't wait till it's over. I hate going to the grocery store. I hate it. <laughs> I just can't stand it. I really don't. <laughs> but we're gonna check out now. So that's great. <laughs>
This Awful Podcast is produced by Mike G and Chris Caesar. We are at This Awful Pod on Twitter, and you can tell us what you think about us at 1833SoyBoys. Music for this episode provided by the Audio Network. People also want piss and shit talk, too, for the first <laughs> half hour of the show. Uh, I mean, yeah, they do. Mm. Why do you think they tune in, Mike? That this is piss and shit talk, really. <laughs> yeah, it's the poo-poo at my doo-doo ass hour, <laughs> man. <laughs> <laughs>